the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, back to Lifeline. We are back. It's uh, Andy Froyland and Larry Howard, the Truth For Today edition of Lifeline. Um, Truth For Today, Sunday mornings at 830? 8.30? 8.30. And then Monday through Friday at 5.30, right here on KFAX. Great way to wake up and get the day started with Pastor Phil Howard. And then, of course, Sunday mornings as well. Uh, it is our Truth For Today edition of Lifeline tonight, and Larry Howard, the uh, the, the pinch hitter, <laughs> when you when you need the hit, right? Yeah. yeah, there you go. Or when you're in a pinch, I think. Or when you're works. in a pinch, <laughs> right. And, of course, we're just, uh, we're talking about the freedoms that we have in Christ and the longing and desire, once you have that freedom... That's a freedom you want others to have and experience. Right. I mean, that's that's just the natural outworking, especially knowing what we've been saved from, knowing the slavery with which we've right. been released. You right. know, uh, it really does make a difference. And again, that is uh, that's kind of where we've been camped this evening as we talk about true freedom, and the fact that if you do have that true freedom, your longing, your master passion is going to be that of the one who set you free correct that others around you be free and uh that's kind of where we've been camping this evening yeah well he i think he told us to pull as many from the fire as we could right yeah i mean i think there's a passage there that's something something like like that that. yeah yeah. um you know rescuing as many from the fire as you can and so you know i i think that you know, you asked me for a name a minute ago of somebody, and I just I shot one name to you real quick. And then as I'm sitting here, I think I could fill up that whole paper right now with names. And uh, we did a thing a while back, and, and Chuck was just reminding us off, off radio that we did a thing called Who's Your One? And we prayed we prayed for a particular individual, mm-hmm. and it was a little booklet that we went through, and we did 30 days of that, praying for that individual. And the person's name I gave you was the person I was praying for. But I think that it's very interesting that um, 30 days of that, and then you can suddenly go, okay, now we're on to something else. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Never give up. Never stop praying. Don't become weary in well-doing, I think he said, right? Yes. yes. And he said to pray without ceasing. There's a lot of those. And so I think, man, um, it's a line that Phil used in a sermon one time that has stayed with me um, for a long, long time. And, you know, we talked about that, I think it was on radio when we were talking about that, that um, if you've got a name you want us to put down here, it'll probably be a family member. A lot of times it is, or a very close friend. Yeah. And and Phil told me this line, I don't know if it was something that he thought of or if he read it in a book or not, but either way, it's a good line. He said, Father, heaven will be full without my kids being there. I mean, hell will be full, excuse me, hell will be full without my loved ones being there. Yeah. 
And I thought of that. I thought, you know what? It's a very accurate statement. Um, just some numbers. I, I like numbers. Right now, there's approximately 7 billion people walking around on the face of the earth. And the last survey thing that I saw on that said about 1.4 billion are actually believers in Christ. Hmm. And that might be a stretch. Yeah. But if you think about that, that's still 5.6 billion who aren't people who are not headed for the place. They don't have the, the security or the assurance that we have. And we have a missionary that is in Liberia, Kim Smith, and he'll tell us about the hundreds, hundreds of people, tribes, that have never even been reached with the gospel. On this earth today, you think that's not possible. Well, I think it probably is. And so it's, and and yet, <laughs> here we have, I was just talking to another pastor on the phone yesterday, a large church, kind of similar size to us, a little bit bigger than us, actually. And if you put our two attendances together, it's maybe 2,500 people right. in a Bay Area where there's a quarter of a million people within, you know, five miles or 10 miles of where we're at today. Yeah. And I'm like, man, there's a lot of people that are not free. Yeah. They aren't. They're enslaved to the prince of the power of the air, which, of course, we know is Satan. And and yet they need a savior. And so I um, I keep using lines from Phil, but it's hard not to when he's when you're with a guy for 48 years. And I've been there longer than that, actually. But he, he said, you know, sometimes Christians get, I forget what river it is, but gets frozen at the mouth. <laughs> One of those ones up in Alaska or something that freezes yeah. up, you know. Yeah. And we can do that. We have the best news in the world to share with people. And sometimes we just get kind of frozen up. We And I'm like, oh, if Paul, if Paul, the Apostle Paul, would ask that we would pray. He, I think it was, I forget what passage it is now, but he said, pray for me that I may, may make the gospel known boldly. Yeah. And I think sometimes, man, if Paul needed boldness, I think I probably need it more. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. You and, you and, and me both. And so do others. You and me both. And so do others. Yeah. But I also remember that um, in my own in my own thought process, and I think I can share the gospel pretty well, but I also think, you know what? Ultimately, I'm just supposed to do the seed sowing. I just sow the seed. I just yeah. get it out there. And and like, as somebody said earlier, the Lord will water you know, or someone else will water, but right. the Lord gives the growth, right? Yeah, yeah. And he so causes the he causes the increase, and so, um, and even in the passage I'll be speaking on 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 Sunday, that John twelve there, where he says that the kernel of wheat goes in the ground, and it has to die in the ground. It has, it actually rots. It says the outside shell of it will rot, yeah. And just that, so the outside shell has to decompose, yes. so that something can sprout up, but then the fruit or the whatever that tree is going to grow right. will become bountiful, you yes. know? So it's a dying to self. And so sometimes I think we don't share because we're not dying to ourselves. As, what is it? Somebody, uh, somebody once said it is the height of self-centeredness to be content to go to heaven alone. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great line. Yeah. It's a great line. 
You said someone said it, so I won't attribute it to you. But I do no, like the it way. wasn't. It wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. But it was. Uh, so I, yeah. and and you know we're talking. We were talking earlier, Andy, about just the freedoms that we have in this country. Uh, July Fourth represents that 245 years, and mm-hmm. I remember the bicentennial. I think you guys yeah. probably do too. Oh, and yeah. I, yeah. I remember how excited I was about that. And now here we are. Hard to believe we're here, uh-huh. uh, but here we are. And 245 years, this country's been allowed to exist. Yeah. Because a sovereign God's allowed it to happen. Yeah. And so um, for us to be thankful, for us to keep praying for our nation, to pray for the, those in charge that God has placed in charge all across the globe, not just in this nation. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I just think, man, we need to uh, be very cognitive and very aware of that. And, th- and then that's, you know, you can get weary doing that. You're like, man, i got to pray for these bozos. Yeah. Oh, I you know, I mean, I remember... Yeah, I remember one time I preached and I asked people to pray for, and I think Donald Trump was the president at the time. And I said, I don't care what you think his politics are. I don't care if you like him or don't like him. Here's what the scripture says you're supposed to do. And I preached that passage. And boy, did I get a, I got some comments on that one from some people. Because he had said something about a particular nation, I believe, called it a, a bad thing. And someone called in the the next day in here in the offices and was hollering at one of our gals <laughs> and they were t- they were passing that on to me and I, I thought that was very humorous actually but you know there's there's no um to to like like we said earlier there's no one with the freedoms like we have and so and yeah. guess what right now i would i'm back to my passage i'm preaching on on sunday so i'm sorry if you're gonna if you're listening to this you're gonna be here sunday you might be mad at me uh, i don't want to preach my sermon too soon but he he, he does say about um to he talks about himself about being in the light while the light's here right right and and to enjoy while he's with you because he's not going to be yeah Uh, now fortunately he is that colonel that went in and died and there's lots of fruit from that but here we are right we're part of that yeah but um when i look at that i think you know what here it is right now we have opportunity there's light shining how long will the light shine? I don't know, but we're going to keep praying that God will let that happen for as long as possible. And um, I just think that's a super important thing for us to keep our mind around. But to be thankful for all those who fought for our freedoms. Yeah. You know, for all those people that have fought win world wars so that America could stay strong. For God seeing us through those wars. So God's to be thanked, obviously. And uh, so I don't know. There's, I mean... I, I'm a bit patriotic. I love the flag. I love the Fourth of July. I, I love the fireworks and the, uh, the food that goes the along barbecue with that it. goes with that and the homemade <laughs> ice cream. And I was just reminded from my daughter-in-law uh, a couple weeks ago that my grandkids have never had Papa's homemade ice cream. Uh oh. Because well, I quit change. making it about 15 years ago when I lost 40 pounds. I just said I can't do this anymore, and I haven't made it since. And so I'm like. I think she was saying that for her benefit, though, not for my grandkids. Ah, there you go. Anyway. Well, there is much to pray for here uh, this evening, and, and God willing, we will do so. And You know, you were talking about the sovereignty of God, and um, in one of his books, Ian Murray writes that uh, there, were, there were a couple of pastors who felt compelled to pray uh, for their town, and they saw a lot of people come to Christ, yeah. and then the Civil War broke out, and mm. many more. Those people who came to Christ went on to be with Christ right. because it was right. the high casualties. Yeah. They thought they would try again later on after the war, and they, they were met with a brick wall. Mm. And after a month of seeking God, they came to the conclusion that 
When God desires to do something, he will first set his people to pray. And always, always, always. It is a sovereign God we pray to. It is a God who rules and reigns over all. But as you said earlier, uh, Larry, it is a God who desires communication and relationship with his children who Absolutely. long for those things. Absolutely. And, and Andy, here's the thing, too. We were talking about that earlier about not hoping necessarily like oh i hope he'll listen to me on this one right. yes. no he's always attentive to you oh he's eager. Now, he, it doesn't always answer the way you want but he always is there and he's leaning forward like yeah. you said like we there's that term out there it's been out there for a, few, a little while lean into jesus like lean in mm-hmm. i'm like i think you're gonna butt heads if you lean in when it's prayer time because he's already leaning toward he's leaning you right toward you, yeah and uh i had this story of a of the guy that um little country little a little western town and um, this is regarding prayer, and I'll try and do it really quickly. He, he said that th- there's a story of this little western town that a guy came in and he wanted to build a saloon. And the church opposed him. They went to the court and said, we don't want this saloon in our town. And the judge said, well, there's nothing I can do to prevent that from happening. So the guy continued to build. Well, somewhere along the way, a fire erupted. And the saloon burned down. So he was accusing them in court of burning his saloon down. And they said, they got before the judge, there's no way we're responsible for burning that saloon down. And um, the judge said to him, says, well, what did you guys do exactly? And the guy and the guy that owned the saloon says, well, they were praying against my saloon opening, and then it burnt down. So it's their fault it burnt down. <laughs> and so the judge, the judge made this judgment. He says, well, one thing has become crystal clear to me. And that is that the saloon owner believes in prayer. And I'm not sure you guys do. Oh, ouch. So, ouch, yeah. But, I mean, it's a it's a kind of a fun little story to tell sometimes. I, yeah. And the thing is, and I, I, I am uh, excited that my son has come to faith in Christ. Oh, because, as I told you earlier, it has so bolstered my confidence in, in, in God. Yeah. And it has increased my desire to pray more. And yeah. so it, yeah. it, what a joy and a delight to go to a, a God who is eager to answer. Right. And to bring it back around to that freedom, aren't you thankful that we have that freedom? That we can to do just, that. You can go visit him where he's at and pray with him there. And there's no one telling you you can't do that. I look, mean, look at where you and I, we are on the radio throughout the greater yep. Bay Area yep. right now talking to whoever. <laughs> With the, with the freedom that we can pray. Yeah. Not being too quiet either. We're yeah, laughing that, and cutting up a little bit, oh, too. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> well, you know. But it is, uh, it is. It is a delight and a joy to know that uh, we have this unique privilege. Yeah. And we live in a country that we can exercise that privilege freely. Yeah. And the other part of that prayer thing for me is now how we I mean, it's a stupid question for me to ask you, but I'm pretty good at asking stupid questions. How thankful will Andy be with the results of what God's done for Michael? I mean, doesn't he say to pray with Thanksgiving? Yeah. And we don't have anything to be thankful for. No. Oh, my goodness. We could get stuck there forever, couldn't we? Oh, man. Because he does say that, I think. He says, when you're anxious, pray with Thanksgiving. Yes. Hmm. Thanksgiving for whatever you're anxious about, I think is what he's saying. And uh, 
Yeah. Well, what a blessing, Andy. I'm so happy for you and for Michael both. Oh, very thankful. It is. For that. Uh, it has been a long road, and yes. one that, you know, you sit there, and it, 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 one could easily say, well, 20 years, that's a long time. Yeah, but I also look at where I, I see my son's desires now that he is alive in Christ. Yeah. Um, he wants to go back and minister to the people he used to live with. Oh, wow. He yeah. and and he is uh, he also has desires to go abroad. He wants to be a missionary. Sure, you sure. know yeah, that's a um, blessing. But he does. He wants to go back and minister and talk to some of the people he used to live with. Well, that that you know what that sparks me to think he's probably actually saved. Because here's the thing, Ephesians two ten. Mm-hmm. What does that one say? Does anybody know what that says? You're his workman. He has a work for you to do. When he saved you, he had a work for you to do. And, and before time began, he had that work for Michael to do. And what? so here, and you said something that's interesting. 20 years is a long time, but eternity is a whole lot longer. <laughs> well, it is. But then again, you know, comfort one another where with the comfort you've been comforted. You go. It's taken 20 years of Michael understanding this. Now he's got a podium to stand on. I don't. You don't. <laughs> Chuck, you don't. We haven't been there. We don't no, know. No. We don't know what it's like to be homeless. No. But Michael does. And yeah. now he's got this desire. But it took 20 years of homelessness yeah. to understand and have an intimate knowledge enough to where he feels confident to go back because he knows how to talk to them. Right. He'll know what to say and how to alleviate yeah. and how to get to them, how to exactly. actually talk with them. Exactly. So, and what a, what a blessing that. 20 years of praying for salvation. Now I've got yeah. 20 years of praying for open doors that he can continue to minister oh, absolutely. the gospel. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't stop. 20 years that God will use him extremely, you know, in, in ways that are incredible. My, you know, and it, it may sound macabre, but I've, I've, I've had, I don't know if it's a premonition. I don't know what you want to call it. I've just had this thought from early on. Michael was probably five or six that he would precede me in death. And based upon that one thought that day, I was sitting there praying to the Lord, then then God, if that's the case, I want you to spend him on the mission field. Mm-hmm. So that's been my prayer wow. since he's been five or six. Spend him go. on spend him on the mission field. There I, you go. That's where I want you to spend him if you're going to use him. So incredible, man. incredible. All right. Our time is up for now. We're going to take another time out. When we come back, we're going to we're going to spend some time in prayer, praying for those who would lead our country, and then praying for a list of folks that we have here. If you have a a name you'd like to add to this list, we'd be happy to happy to do it for you. Eight 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 F O R K F A X is our number. Eight 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 three six seven fifty three twenty nine. Off to the K F A X traffic center for a look at your commute. And now, back to Lifeline. And we are back. It is Lifeline, the uh, Truth For Today edition with uh, Pastor Larry Howard joining us tonight, filling in for his uncle, uh, uh, who is doing a... He's just having fun. He's he is. having familial he is. fun. So we are going to uh, go to the Lord in prayer this evening and just spend some time talking to the Lord um, as you join us sitting there in traffic going two miles an hour. Uh, it, it is okay to keep your eyes open when you pray. Uh, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, <laughs> Please so, do. Please so, do. yeah, do not bow your heads and close your <laughs> eyes. We're not going to ask you to raise your hand quietly over in the back there as you uh, make your way down the 80. But uh, we would ask you to join us in prayer. And especially um, 
uh, Larry, as you want, as you spend some time talking to the Lord about uh, about our nation and about those who lead. Uh, as you mentioned a moment ago, it, we are called to pray for them. Yes, we are. And that is from a man who uh, told us this when he had the likes of Domitian. Yeah, it uh, was crazy times. Yeah, you know, so um, I don't think we're as bad off as they were in the first century. Um, no. No. I would say not. Nowhere near. Running uh, water, things like that helps. And so. we're not being impaled and no. stripped of our flesh and used as, as lights around an arena, no. dunked in oil and lit by fire. Um we do have a lot of freedoms to us still. So, right. right. Uh, I'll let you start us off, brother, and then uh, I'll spend some time going through this list of names that we have. Uh, it is always, uh, I, I love keeping this in my Bible because anytime I get close to it, it's like, oh, I'm going to pray for these guys. Right. So here's another opportunity. So Yeah. I have First uh, Timothy. Two, one through four. First of all, then I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanks can be made for all people, for kings and all those in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good, and it is pleasing in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. And so, Heavenly Father, we come to you on behalf of a nation and government that is in desperate need of your help. Um, For every Christian in this nation, we need your help. We need you to help our government that you placed where they're at. They're in your hands. Uh, The the heart of the king is in the hand of God. And so uh, we don't have a king here. We don't call him a king. We call him a president. But we pray for our president today. We pray for our vice president, for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, Lord. Um, we, we can all sit back and criticize the humanity of people, but I don't want their job, Lord. And I don't think any of the men in this room want that job. So I thank you for them. I pray that you'll strengthen them, that they'll make decisions that are decisions that line up with your will. Yes. Um, that they'll make decisions that will benefit us, just like it, it says here in this passage that we'll be able to lead peaceful and quiet lives, godly and dignified in every way. Lord, I'm afraid that this nation, even the Christians in this nation, aren't living necessarily dignified lives. Even though they have the freedoms to do, they'd rather complain and do those things rather than talk to you about it. And so we come on behalf of a nation. We come on behalf of this local area right here. We're in Hercules, California. And the governing authorities here, they need your help. They need your strength. They need your wisdom. And um, uh, and then the surrounding areas, Lord, as I think about it, as we talked just a little while ago, there's oh, well over a quarter of a million people within arm's reach, it seems like. And they desperately need to know who Jesus is. They desperately need to know about Christ because he is the difference maker. They're, they're enslaved to sin. And some of them are fine with that. They're, they're thinking this is the best thing there is. Oh, that they would meet our Savior. Mm. They, they would find out that all of this superficial sin, basically, it's just for today. It has no future. And the future that it does have is abysmal. 
It's a horrible thing where they're headed to. And so we here on the radio just talking to you, we understand the desperation of a nation. We understand the desperation of this world without Christ. A world without Christ is enslaved to sin. It's being a servant to the prince of the power of the air, which is Satan himself. And he set up a a great system in the world system that is attractive to the eyes of people. Uh, Sin is attractive for a season. But all the sowing of sinful seed will have a growth eventually. There will be a price to pay for those things. And Mm. we would ask you, as you've done for Michael, and thank you for that, Lord. Thank you for answering that prayer. I would ask you on behalf of, we have an entire list of people here that, and Lord, the list is well too short. We all know a lot more people than this who are in desperate need of you. My own neighbors, the, the ones around me. It's so easy to just go lock myself in my house when I get home. But I pray that you'll reach down and that you'll use me or my son or somebody else to tell people in my neighborhood about Jesus Christ. Uh, Allow even this radio show, as we talked briefly, just a short, brief explanation of what it means to be a believer in Jesus Christ. Oh, that that will go with somebody, and it'll penetrate them, and they won't be able to get away from it. They won't be able to go to sleep tonight without thinking about, well, man, without Jesus, I'm headed to hell. And Lord, I know a lot of people nowadays, they don't want to use that language. Oh, we're going to offend. But Lord, hell's going to be pretty offensive to people. And we don't want, I don't want to go to heaven by myself. I don't want to go to heaven knowing that loved ones of mine aren't going And so, like Paul said, would that I could die so my brothers could know you. Don't give us that heart. Um, You you just, it's on you, Lord. Those are the things that we can't do. We can tell them. We can share with them what they need to know. But all that you would go to work in the Bay Area, right here in our community, and that Uh, Lord, I would pray that the walls of the churches around this Bay Area would not be able to hold the people that start to come to knowledge of Jesus Christ. Uh, Bless our nation. You've done it for 245 years, and I believe you can continue to do it. If I didn't believe it, I wouldn't pray. But I believe because the scriptures are full of you showing up time and time and time again. And Lord, me and Andy and Chuck in this room right now, I would say like Jehoshaphat, we don't have the foggiest idea what to do. But boy, our eyes are upon you. Our eyes are upon the King of Kings, the one that can do what no man can do. Uh, And oh, can we just say thank you? Just say thank you for your son today, for introducing us to him. He who could have been hidden, you decided to reveal. You decided to show us yourselves. And so uh, we could just say thank you. Thank you for revealing 
your son and yourself and even the Holy Spirit who indwells us now. We just say thank you. Thank you so much, Lord. Thank you for this nation and uh, continue to protect this nation and um, uh, continue to guide. Lord, I, I want to change the policies. I want to pray that policies will be changed. But I don't want to get political. But, Lord, we're going the wrong direction fast. We're running away from you. I would to God we would run toward you. And so um, start in the church. Start in our churches. We need to run toward you. Yes. We need to run toward you. Mm. 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 Father, do forgive us. We, uh, we are a people who lose sight of just how uh, sovereign and in control you really are. And it becomes easy for us to think that it's beyond you and we need Christian coalitions and we need Christian <laughs> this and Christian forgive that. Us. And forgive us for that. Father, we see problems in the politics, and we think that the answer is in the politics. Forgive us, because we have left off seeking you mm. and understanding and knowing mm. that the answer is in you and yeah. nowhere else. Yeah. And then when we feel like the masses of Christians aren't there, and it, 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 we get this sense that it's our prayers that will change things. And it's not. It's you. Mm, you have to change. Whether them. we have thousands praying or just one or two, it is you that will change. And your ear is attentive to just one or two, let alone thousands. Mm. So it's still in us that boldness that we so desire. A confidence in you. And when we come to you asking... We know you'll respond because it is in your power and it is in your will and it is your delight to respond to those who seek you with Amen. earnest hearts. Amen. Amen. So purify our hearts, Father. Forgive us. Give us a fresh boldness to come to you confidently with these requests. You tell us to pray for our leaders. So we're praying and we're praying expectantly to see you do a mighty work and in an amazing work. The freedoms that you have given us in this nation are amazing. But amazing. then as I look at this list of people who are apart from your grace, yeah. enslaved, yeah. Yeah. I long that they would be liberated, yes. not just politically yes. here in America, yeah. but yeah. liberated for all time all and all over. eternity all in your grace. Yes, yes. You have sent your son, Father, for the purpose of saving Lord Jesus, you freely gave your life that ours might be redeemed. Yes. Yes, you did. And you've done so with the purpose of saving, not with the purpose of withholding salvation, but with the great purpose of seeking and saving that which is lost and doing so with great zeal and fervor. I pray, Father, that you would give us that same zeal to continue to pray for this, these people. Yes. And as we pray for these people, I know there are folks listening tonight who want to add names to this list. I pray that you would hear them as well. Amen. Amen. Father, grant us, grant these people your grace. Oh, you've done so time and time and time again. Yes, you have. We can look back through history and see your hand of salvation upon my own life, Larry's life, Chuck's life. You've saved us all. Yes. You. Will you not save these people on this list? Mm. Alyssa, mm. Brady, McKenna, Sophia, Gabby, Rennie, Brian, Autumn, Randy, Keith, Rebecca, 
Daniel, yeah. Hugh, yeah. Allie, Serena, Jason, Matt, Kevin, Kayla, another Kayla, Harley, Pete, Karen, Kristen, Ginger, Donnie, and the list goes on, Father. Yeah. Such a small yeah. list compared to those who are in need of your grace. Yeah. Oh, that you would save, that you would extend your right arm. Don't withhold tonight, no, Father. No, no. Extend your right arm of salvation. Yes. Grant grace to these people. Oh, that we would know and see your hand at work, not only to save and redeem, that we can rejoice with them and rejoice with you, but that we would grow in our confidence of coming to you. Yes. Oh, as timid as we are and as faithless as we are with our prayer life, Father, Oh, grow us in your grace. Grow us in our confidence in you that these times of prayer would be more common yeah. than a rare thing. Yeah. yeah. Please, Father, grant us your grace and your mercy this evening and grant these people your grace as well. I pray that you would lead in, lean in, and save. Be mighty to save. Oh, give us cause to rejoice in your goodness mm. and in your grace. Amen. Oh, may we delight yeah. in seeing you at work again. Please, Father, move on your behalf and for your glory and for the honor of your Son, Jesus Christ. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 What a thrill. That we get to talk to the sovereign God of this universe. Amen. Anytime. Anytime. I know. And that and that's the thing. I uh, how many times do I find myself convicted? I I spend these marvelous moments with the Lord and I think, why haven't I done this more? <laughs> Holy cow. Hey, remember Remember this. Inhale the word. Exhale in prayer. In prayer. You gotta breathe. You gotta breathe. You gotta breathe. <laughs> Inhale the word, oh. exhale in prayer. So, uh, Philippians 2.14 should be all of our life's verse. <laughs> to all things without grumbling or questioning. Yes. <laughs> I think of that sometimes. I think, man, that's a verse I should really commit to memory. I, I, you know, and I, I, I also, the one thing that does inspire me to pray, and and, yeah. and, and that's one of my verses. First uh, John, was it 2.1? Behold, what manner of, of love the Father has lavished, oh, lavished on us, on you, yeah. that we should be called children, children of God, and that is what we are. Yeah. Oh. oh, my goodness. What a and, verse. And, and I, I, you know, uh, particles, Greek particles. I mean, it's, it's a nuance, but the Greek particles there, the Greek language doesn't have punctuation marks. Right. In fact, right. most of the sentences are run on you. Yeah, know the, yeah. But that, if you look at the translations, the good translations, they will... It's as if John, this old, old man, <laughs> writing this letter, is screaming at the top. And behold, what manner of love the Father has lavished on us. Yeah. That we would be called the children of God. Amen. And that's what we are. That's what we are. Okay. The, uh, our guy at the other end is going, break, break. break. So we <laughs> heard him. We got a break. All right. Off to the KFAX Traffic Center. Final look at your commute. Sorry, Nate. You may press your buttons now, my dear friend. <laughs> What is school choice and why is it important? Every child is unique and each learns differently. Some might succeed at the local public school while many others will do better in a private, Christ-centered environment. 
School Choice allows every family to select the educational options that best fit their children, which is why for the 10th year running, KFAX again offers families our back-to-school half-off tuition program. We understand how costly a quality education can be, so we've partnered with some of the most prestigious Christian schools throughout the Bay Area to offer half-off tuition for the coming fall term. The program applies to families enrolling a child for the first time. Nearly 300 Bay Area families have benefited from half-off tuition vouchers. Why not yours? Discover how a biblically-based education can radically change your child's life. For all the details and a map of participating schools, visit kfax.com. Are you a stock or options trader looking for real trading strategies that you can use immediately? Hi, my name is Scott Bauer, CEO of Prosper Trading Academy, and I'm on a mission to become the number one options coach in America. I'm a former vice president at Goldman Sachs. I have over 25 years of options trading experience, and right now, I'm giving away my most famous options guide with over 20 unique options strategies that I use every day for free. You can't buy this guide anywhere. To claim your free options trading guide, simply call 855-892-2307 now and mention my name, Scott Bauer, and we will rush you the guide. Call 855-892-2307 and someone from my options team will help you get this guide in your inbox as quickly as possible. Call 855-892-2307 now and start learning to trade the right way. Call 855-892-2307. Prosper with options. Stocks and options trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Here we go. And now back to Lifeline. We are back. It's Lifeline final stretch as we start to wind things down and close things off here tonight. It is the uh, Truth For Today edition. We come to you every fourth Friday of the month and delighted to do so. Pastor Larry Howard has been filling in for his uncle, Pastor Phil, who is doing a nice little uh, uh, rehearsal for a, for a wedding coming up Sunday. His granddaughter, right? Yeah. 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 So that's exciting. Pray for Phil, if you would, as you think about it. And uh, thank you. Uh, You know, we we have spent some time tonight discussing some of the, man, the liberties that we have in Christ and the freedoms that we have in Christ. I mean, not only have we talked about it, but we've also explored it or experienced Experienced it or lived it out. We've lived out this. We've been able to sit here and pray. I mean, that, that kind of freedom is so rare. Yeah, anywhere else in the world, and we've got that freedom, and what a joy and delight! And you may struggle and get frustrated at some of the things that happen out in Washington D.C. inside the Beltway, but you know what? At the end of the day, um, God is is still ruling and reigning yeah. on the throne that matters. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. I think you know I, I was <laughs> comically in my own thoughts here thinking. And you were probably upset about politicians and politics four years ago and the four years before that and four years from now you'll be and it's just that's how it's going to be. So the the one true thing that we know is that God will not be mocked and that God is the truth. He's the he's the same yesterday, today and forever. So when you put your hope and faith in that. Yeah. All the other just kind of falls in place for me, you know, and I get as frustrated as anybody else yelling at the TV for different things that are said and things like that. And I'm frustrated by some of those things, too. But ultimately, 
I'm not frustrated when it comes to God. So there you go. Thank you for having me on tonight. Happy Fourth of July to all of our listeners. Oh, man. Thank you for joining us tonight, yeah. man. Good the, stuff. The wisdom. And, and Chuck, you know, the, the unsung hero of it all, he, he's always here faithfully every every time we're on the air. He is the uh, the, the the master producer. Uh, is it what what it, what is your what is your title, brother? The gopher. The gopher. The master gopher. Master gopher. He's the master. <laughs> he is the Hooper A. Tace of, of truth for today. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, none of this would be possible without you, brother. I mean, yeah, your faithfulness you, to uh, to the ministry. and uh, glory to God. Exactly. And, and, and that's what's so appreciative is the fact that this isn't for kudos or grats. It's, uh, it's to the glory of God. Amen. And that's what it's all about. So, friend, we do want to thank you for spending time with us here tonight. Yes. We trust yes. you've been encouraged. I pray that our time together has given you a pause to consider once again the God that you pray to. And may your prayer life grow and expound and explore the depths of his grace and delight in your life. Amen. Amen. Have a great one, and we'll see you next time around. Thank you to Nate, who's on the other side, pushing all those wonderful buttons, and you, of course, in your ears. We've had a great evening. Until next time, God bless. Opinions expressed in the preceding program do not necessarily represent the views of the ownership, staff, or management of KFAX. Copyright Salem Communications, all rights reserved.